three, two, one. We are doing it. We're live. We are live. Isn't grapefruit pink? I've never really had a grapefruit. I have. It's pink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that question was rhetorical, but um, it's green. The juice is green. I've seen videos of grapefruits. They're pink. Okay. Um, what do we have here as far as uh, as far as everything? What's new, bro? Oh, we got this Harito Harito grapefruit drink. Pretty excited. I've had grapefruit soda, and I'm actually I'm actually a big fan. And we got a, uh, wow, that's like they're like red. I, I was questioning myself. Hmm. <clears throat> and then we have what do we have there? Black Widow. Black Widow. Six hundred thirty. Black Widow. Looks Number good. Six thirty. Always looks good. She does. Mm, all right uh so yeah let's, let's try out this harito grapefruit Heck yeah let's burst into i have this. a i think it's a twist off right i don't know i'm about to use my sleeve and rip it off oh no that's not a twist off nope um what do you have you have a you have a shea bang over there all right so listen to this pop mm. Mm. i like that yes i do asmr oh Ooh, it smells pretty good does it yep where working one you just can you just buy grapefruit? Yeah, absolutely. My my father it, it, he's got like hypertension and stuff. It's really good for that stuff. So he, he actually there's always a grapefruit in my house. What do you say he's tense? Hyper so. Mm. You know, I've actually I've had grapefruit once. And it was very weird because we put my grandma put sugar on it. Well yeah, that's that a lot of people do that, you know. So uh, strange. Yeah. My dad doesn't because he's also diabetic, so this <laughs> it just be a double-edged sword. But yeah, let's do this. It's poor. It smells good. Only thing that's putting me off about it right now is the is the flavor. I mean, I'm sorry, not the flavor. The uh, <laughs> the color. The fact that it's not pink, it, it, it screams artificial. But I've had a lot of grapefruit that was like grapefruit sodas that are this color. They're right. always clear or cloudy, which is this is like cloudy. Very interesting. Grapefruit. Well, cheers, cheers brother. brother. That's a nine solid. Mm, yes. Wow, I like that. It's great. Grape. Grape. I think I'm gonna drink the whole thing. I'm pretty sure I am as well. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a nine. Well. Yeah, I think that's a solid night. It's all right. Shit, stuff <clears> happens. <throat> 22 a day. 22 a day what? Veterans kill themselves. A day? Yep. Yeah, so uh, the reason I actually brought that up before we started the podcast, before heading to my orders, which I guess we'll talk about on our Instagram here in a bit, because eventually, I mean, the people must know. Um, I, I bought a bracelet online. It just says it's a black bracelet. It's like metal. And it says 22 a day. 22 veterans a day kill themselves. 22 veterans. That's actually, that's crazy, bro. That is, yeah. That's something I've always, um, it's always intrigued me. I don't know. I've always questioned it. You know, how do you, how do you go, like, how do these veterans end up being not so well taken care of? Okay, yeah. So prior to, and thank you for stopping me and saying, let's record. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to answer that question. So, like, the veterans that you see on the street, and I, it's not going to be all cases, but I want to say the large majority of them are Vietnam era veterans. Prior to Vietnam, 
the you know veterans weren't very t- well taken care of. So yeah, a lot of veterans came back from Vietnam, and and there was a lot of controversy around the Vietnam War. A lot of people didn't exactly see them as heroes. Right. Um, at the same time, it was the first time that something like Americans killed was being televised. So America took a shock to that war, and they came back, and there just wasn't the programs in place um, to to help them. Like you know, now we have VA hospital, VA. Um, affairs offices that take care of you know our veterans fi- financially, medically, in a lot of ways, so that this doesn't continue to happen. But you think about it, things like, for example, the post nine eleven GI Bill. Post nine eleven GI Bill is the bill that uh, allows you to get free college, uh, you know, expenses taken care of while you're going to college and get paid while you're going to college. That happened after nine eleven. That thus the name. Um, so all these these things were like you know military personnel and veterans are taken care of like very well. It's quite new. You add to that the fact that the knowledge around and the, the, the knowledge of PTSD and things like that is also quite new. You know, right. back then, if you had, quote unquote, PTSD, you just being, you know, a kitty cat. We'll put it like that. Right. Nowadays, we understand that the people's brains change when they go through certain things. So you would come back with PTSD. They just call you a little girl or, or crazy and, you know, throw you out. And, and, and then nobody's there to pick you up because there's no veteran affairs. Right. So, yeah, back in the day, you know, nowadays, the whole homeless veterans, things like that, it happens a lot less. PTSD is still something that, I mean, you, you've got 22 people killing themselves every day, 22 veterans killing themselves every day. It's still a problem, obviously. So, you know, you, you got, I believe Chris Kyle killed himself. Did he not? Chris Kyle, is that um American Sniper? The actual American Sniper, 160 confirmed kills? He did not kill himself. He actually, he got a... Uh what you call it? I think he killed some people, right? No, no. He he was actually helping soldiers with PTSD, and um, he was at oh, the range, right? Yeah. And one of the guys with PTSD actually shot him. There, anyway, I knew that was linked to PTSD. PTSD somehow. Yeah. Um, he was he was he would he would take veterans that had PTSD out yeah. for that exact reason. And there you go. You have and PTSD. That, was, that man, was crazy. That was super sad. Absolutely, this guy was an American hero, a, a badass. I mean, just all around literal this guy was rambo and on all on all stages right. um you know and you have something like that going on and, and you know ptsd will mess your head up in in ways that you couldn't even imagine um so i mean it's crazy bro i'm glad that you know we're getting more and more understanding of it um you know every time i meet with my squadron or, or my flight we uh i mean suicide awareness nowadays is a huge thing in the military like a yeah. huge thing and they really want to emphasize it um because it's absolutely insane, bro. The amount, you know what it is to lose 22 military personnel every single day. And that's 22 veterans every day. I, I, I reckon to say it's higher than that. Cause that's not, that's not including active duty right. or, or prior non-veteran duty. And you know, so mm, it's, it's, crazy. it's tough, bro. I mean, they, I can't even begin to imagine the things you see out there, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I haven't, you know, <laughs> I haven't seen anything, but I've I've heard a lot of stories. I mean, I've seen you kill chickens, and I'm I'm still scarred. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It does happen. Um, <laughs> damn, you got me thinking <laughs> about that. Now. It's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, no, they they see a lot of messed up stuff, bro. They see a lot of messed up stuff. I, I you know, I've heard the stories that they've had people come talk to us, and both in law enforcement and this, it, 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 things happen, bro, and and like bad things happen, like not bad things like you just lost somebody. Or you heard about your friend dying. No, it's like you, you were just walking with your friend and he steps on an IED three feet from you. 
and you, you as you both get blown up, you saw his head fly in front of you. Like those kinds of things change you. That's not natural. That's not normal. Human beings are not made to witness such things. Right. And the things you have to do. I mean, all of a sudden, it's okay. Like you shoot somebody from fifty yards and they drop and you keep running. You won't even that won't even click in your head. But all of a sudden, you just ran in a house and it's man to man combat. Your gun isn't working and you're starting to rip somebody's eyeballs out. Literally gouge out their eyeballs yeah. to survive. It, and then it's like, it's the thing. It's you know, it's you know, you have another person who's they want. It's either one of you two are gonna die. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's no you option. Don't, you don't know this guy, but you know, it's one hundred percent. Either I survive or you survive. Yeah. And it's uh you want that to be you hundred percent of the time, but oh, yeah. what what at what cost? Right. You know, okay, say I think American military is trained at a higher standard than most of the world. Um so I think we are more prepared both weapon wise, equipment wise, and training wise than most of the world. Right. So we have we I do believe we have the upper hand, right? So we go in there a little bit confidently, but when it comes down to it and it's their life or yours and you have this upper hand and you do what it takes and, and you take care of business, you're alive, right? But at what cost? Because right. at the end of the day, that still was a human being. And just because they were standing for something that you didn't stand for, you don't stand for, doesn't mean they were wrong. I mean, they were wrong in their eyes. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, they were right in their eyes. Yeah. And, they're and you know, you're right in your eyes, and that's fine. That's what war is about, but you still kill the human being. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's really, I know the, the tough ones are a lot of these um, extremist groups. They use uh they use kids, bro. I believe Chris Kyle took a shot on the child. American sniper. The, I think the opening <coughs> scene was that. Oh, was it? There you yeah, go. that he was. He couldn't decide whether or not to take the take the shot, right? Right. And dude, they use women and children. They'll give them a bomb until you look. Go run over there and set it off. They don't care. Yeah. You know these people will blow up kids just to take out two soldiers. You know. Yeah. And um, you know, you're left with that decision. You're like, do I shoot this kid? Does he actually have a bomb? Yeah. And uh, and then either way, that could go. It's like if you don't shoot him, okay, you didn't shoot the kid, but all of a sudden he steps forward three paces and kills three or four of you guys yeah. with a bomb. Or if you do shoot him, it's like you don't know if he had a bomb, but it's like I should shot a kid. Yeah, there's no win in that situation. Dude, there's there's people that are built for that, right? There's people that Tim Kennedy, you know. There's people that are built for war. Yeah. Um, and there's people that just aren't, bro. You can't. There's, you know, and I think that's the issue I see with a lot of drafts. But the thing is, not only Luckily, that, it's like you won't we'll, know until you're there, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know? no, but I mean, I think there's there's certain people that you you just know that they won't they won't be able to stand up yeah. in that type of atmosphere. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's ultimately like you know you know me. You spend a lot of time with me. I'm extremely attracted to all that, right? And I'm and I've done enough to to in my head feel like I'll be fine, but ultimately, I could be all of a sudden under fire and piss starts running down my pants because you don't you don't oh, know yeah. in the same way that somebody can come in fully like terrified from the beginning and then they're under fire and they click and something happens oh, yeah, yeah. you get me so there's no knowing bro no matter how much training you have the the <laughs> thing is like um you know you have a lot of people that they go through the military. We, well, I mean, we personally know a lot of people, you know, that you you can go through the military and not really be like never see action. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, you know, there's just certain people that are built for that action. Yeah. You know, they they can handle that, that, um, that stress, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's not, you know, there's people that it's like 
they're the same way there's people that can be nurses and people that can't you know exactly you can't put a needle in you you can't be a nurse <laughs> right. as much as you might like medicine you know and helping people as much as you might like you know the <laughs> military and and you know strategies and war and whatever it's not the um, same on paper than it is yeah yeah. If you if you know, because this this is this is this is way more serious than anything we've done in our lives. Yeah, no, you know? for sure. This, this is isn't, real. Yeah, this is you know there legit. Is so much at stake. You're in a you third know. world country. Yeah. You're far from home. Complete different atmosphere, environment. Um, everything changes. Everything changes. Absolutely, and and if you look at the, like the enormous picture. Your mission is ultimately to topple a government, whether that government may be, may be tyrannical, like ISIS. Because you look at ISIS, they're an extremist group, but within themselves, they're a government. Oh, yeah. Right? So whether that be, may be tyrannical or just not an ally, somebody that is tactically harming us, you know? So in the big picture, you're 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 completely destroying an ecosystem that works. You know, we went over there when, when, when they thought, uh, America had thought that... Uh, I'm not entirely sure if it was Syria or back in Saddam Hussein days, right? Right. Looking for nukes. We destroyed everything. Bro, oh, we yeah. killed everybody. <laughs> it's yes. not even like a like we ki- there was they don't exist anymore. Thousands upon thousands of people. There was no nukes, bro. Like these are things that ultimately maybe you as a like like a low-ranking person, you know, right. wouldn't have to deal with, but like somebody has to deal with that decision. Like I just I just mobilized an entire brigade of soldiers to go into somewhere Straight up murder everyone, and there was not what we were looking for. Right. So that's like on the big picture. The smaller scale stuff is what I'm saying. It's like at the end of the day, whether it is anything, a piece of crap human being, you just killed a father, a son, a brother, a husband. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter what you just killed them. You ended possibilities. You know. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> quite insane. And then if you look at it, like I have a friend, and you know him, and and I won't say his name for obvious reasons, but um, he went to the military. And he spent some time overseas. You know, he, he, he saw action, but he never partook. It never got to that point because they weren't even allowed. There was a ceasefire as far as from, from the Americans, you know, against right. whatever. And But he said that the, the, the biggest thing that struck him is when they did get shot at, you know, which wasn't really a big deal because we were fully armored and everything. Dude, it was kids. Like children. Not like kids like 15, 8, 17, you know, like children. Like a 10-year-old with a gun. Bigger right. than him. You know, he says, like, what if the call does come in? All right, bro, you know, the ceasefire stopped. We got to take care of this. You now have to go, and you will outgun them. You will outsmart them. You will outtech them. You're going to kill them. But we just mowed down a village of 50 children. And and it's necessary. As messed up as it is, it's necessary. But it's messed up, bro. Mm -hmm. Those are churning, bro. (laughs) So, like, you know, it's things like that that it's like, wow, war, you know. But, you know, 22 a day, bro, that you come back. You see yourself from having four hours of sleep, waking up to gunfire, living through gunfire, going to sleep on gunfire to all of a sudden you're back and you're like, you know, your wife is like, hey, you know, why, why didn't you do the groceries? And something that small could just tick you off. Boom. Yeah. Because you've, you've been working for six months, eight months, a year. You've been concerned about staying alive, making sure that your brothers and sisters stay alive. And your wife is mad because she didn't do the groceries or you didn't do the groceries. Like in your head. You got to understand, like, that's this is her world now. You're now back in the normal world. That's a big yeah. deal because now your kids can't eat until you go over to Publix and do the groceries. Is it really a big deal in the large scale? Not at all. But you need to make that distinction. Yeah. Crazy. Bro. Yeah. Veterinary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Okay, okay. as he coughs, I would just talk. I want to continue to talk. I think I There's a moth. <laughs> I think I swallowed it. You swallowed a moth, bro? You need <laughs> to go to the hospital I, now. I, I breathe in. And Some it. of them are poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, no, yeah, bro. I mean, a lot of people that they come back and they they can't they can't adjust they can't adjust back to civilian life you know and they end up doing you know tour after tour after tour after tour yeah um but yeah a lot of people that that get into it deep you know yeah. they come back and it's like either you know you have the the ones that they have to they go they say they have to go back because like there's a whole war going on on there you right. know and they, they feel don't necessarily that, want to but it's like that they feel like that's their call right now yeah because it's necessary um and then you have the people that just can't they you know, they can't adjust to just, you know, walking around yeah. after being, you know, hunted for who it, knows it's, how long. It's like having 100% stress in your brain 24-7 to come back and it's like all that is gone. Like your brain is still trying to stay alert and you're like, no, it doesn't need it anymore. And you just, you break down, bro. I think there's like four main, I think there's the person that like goes, can't comes back, can't handle it and kills himself. Right. I think there's a person that goes, comes back, can't handle it and lives through life just endlessly in sorrow him and his family because of it because of ptsd there is a person that goes and likes it or goes and knows that it's necessary so they keep on going back and they're able to readjust and they they, they really take care of business and then there's a psychopath that just wants to kill people and enjoys the heck out of it so he goes back and forth whatever i mean we're getting our money's worth for that guy at least yeah. but you know those first two are really like the problem because right. as long as that dude is killing people overseas and for america that's fine <laughs> but um you know dude that's crazy and the the messed up thing, bro, is that it's a slow or maybe it's an average decline of people that are supporting the military. Unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, and it's it's a lack of support for veterans and stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And you have people that just blatantly, you know, they don't agree with, um with you know, America at war or whatever. Right. For whatever reason. um, And they take it on and these veterans here that, you know, are like. Yeah, they they, they not, push them to the side, and right. it's like, all right, well, I mean that you suck as a person. Yeah, no, you're you know you're a mean? crap human being. You're an animal. It's a, I'm sorry, it is what it is. Yeah. You, you're not a human being if you, because it has nothing to look. You could be against war. I think in in some aspect we all are. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to be in a war, right? Right. If you can't, if you don't have the mature, the mental maturity to realize that the facts that the world will always be at war because we're Humans are just crap, and we can't agree on religion or money or net or your oil or something. There's always going to be something. If you can't realize that, I can understand that. I can respect it. It is what it is. If you don't understand it, I, I can't. I can't. I can't be mad at you for your lack of understanding or your ignorance. And I don't mean in- ignorance in a bad way. It's just the lack of knowledge. Okay. Right. But if you 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 say that and then you continue by you know demeaning people that literally there's no if ands or but about it. They went out there and. Because of you, a free American, they had to go. And because of them, as free Americans, they had to go and protect that freedom. And they lost their friends. They were they could have been injured. A lot of them are in wheelchairs. A lot of them are missing their arms and their legs. Their faces are burnt off. I mean, and they come back, and, and they come back to an America that doesn't like them or, or doesn't support them. You're, you're a disgusting human being, bro. You're, yeah. you're an animal. I mean, there's nothing short of it. I'm sorry. You know, it is what it is. If, you, if I offend somebody, that's fine. Because there's not... It, it's, it's not an opinion. Like, that's a fact. You're an animal. You know? So, right. it is what it is, bro. America. <sighs> Cheers. 
Not uh-huh. to listen, bro. A lot of messed up things have happened in this country, and, and like I said, it's not we're not right about everything. No, yeah. But you gotta understand that these soldiers, they're not the ones doing the orders. They take orders and, and make it happen. The, the higher ups might be corrupt or might be wrong or this and that, but it's not the soldiers' fault. Mm. Ultimately, they're getting blown up and so you you think they want to be there, bro? You think they want to be getting shot at twenty four seven by these hit jobs and and who jobs and dip diddles and whatever they're going to? You know, it is what it is, bro. I mean, it's messed up. Twenty two a day. By the way, that's an initiative. You can go online buy the base bracelet twenty two a day. I think it's like twenty two a day project dot com or something. And like most, if not all, the proceeds go to towards veterans. So make it happen. And uh, not a sponsor. Mm. But I mean, there's there's a lot of people that they make the military work from. You know, they 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 play no. the game properly. Yeah, you know, yeah, and we they know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, you those are you know legit career paths. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and they used to not be. The military yeah. really used to be a thing that you like did because you either were passionate or you had to. Or, but as of I want to say the last decade post nine eleven. The military has really become a real career path. I mean, you've got military scientists, you've got military nurses, you've got military operational specialists, you've got, I mean, everything you can do in the civilian world, you can do in the military, plus the fact that you're a combat operator now. So it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of people against, uh, like recruiters coming to high schools. Right. You know, but, um, I don't know. I've, I've always been for it. It's you know. an option, you know. It's not as long as they're not like shoving it down their throats. Like you have to do this, you know, because you're right. in America. No, absolutely yeah. not. We're in America. We don't have a, a, a forced draft. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that should absolutely be in schools because that's an option they, and it's a good. They one. say they say it feels like if they feel like it, it takes advantage of kids that uh that don't know what to do with their lives. I'll tell you this. I I I've seen the or over glorification of war. That is, to some extent, why I got into the military, because I, I truly do enjoy tacticality and I enjoy, I mean, you know me, I, I need not say it. I right. enjoy all of it, right? If they're, I think at 22, I have a an enough, a, a sufficiently matured brain to make a, a decision knowing not only the good things of it, like, like the things that I'm going to enjoy, like shooting and, and fighting and all that stuff within training and, 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 you know, ultimately whatever it may be, but the bad things of it, like I could lose friends. I could lose my life. I'm an only child. I've got my, you know, I got my parents at home. I've got people that might rely on me. I think I've made a proper decision, but I made that decision at 22 years old. You have a 16 year old and you can actually get into the military at 16. If you do a ROTC, right. Um, that isn't maybe as mature and, and is doing it only because of the hype of, of, Oh yeah, I'm going to be a soldier and I'm going to have a gun and this and that. I can see that. I can see it right. plainly. So yeah, there's that. So I think they should be monitored, you know, so to make sure that they're not like tricking kids into joining the military. Yeah. But I think it should be given because that's an incredible option, bro. Free it careers, is, yeah. free this, free that benefits left and right. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's a, uh, it's it's a viable way out of uh if you're just not going anywhere with life yeah you know a lot of these kids that uh, you know they don't go end up going to uh and you know they're like if they don't do this they're gonna end up being not like bums but well, they're not gonna go to college they're not gonna bums. yeah basically you know you know and um the military ends up being you know a wake-up call to a lot of them and Absolutely. once they're in you know they they take it for their advantage and you know they go to school for free 
a lot of benefits. Maybe they keep on doing it, you know, grow careers within the military. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, My master sergeant, he uh, he always tells us about how the reason we always ask, because like, as a new group of, of, of recruits come in, you know, they, uh, they kind of introduce themselves and stuff. And the first question to him is always like, um, like, why did you join the military? And what he says always is like, it, it, I told myself at a younger age, let's say 15, that if I wasn't doing something worthwhile by the time I was, you know, I, I think he says either 19 or 21, let's say 21. By the time I was 21, I'm gonna, I was going to join the military. And he says that he got to 21 and, you know, he was doing whatever and he joined the military. And he's been in the military now 16 years. And he's a master sergeant and he loves what he does. I mean, this guy is like passionate. Like you can see it in the way he explains things and the way he leads us. And it's like, bro, this guy loves what he's doing. So, yeah, yeah, ultimately it's a way out. And for a lot of people, it's the way. Like they they know what they want within the military. And that's like Mm -hmm. the only career they want. Oh, yeah. It's it's dope. Um, Bro, I've always had a I've always had a liking for the military, bro. Make it happen. (laughs) No, don't do it. Your parents are going to come after me. Um. Dude, I've always always had this thing for the military, and um, I don't know. I've always had an. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was because I don't remember. I don't think it was my parents. I think I just always yeah. for some reason I always had a a liking towards like the military and tactics and war history and stuff. Mm. I, I used to know so much war history. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just find it interesting, bro. War is such a interesting concept. It's super interesting. Have you, you ever, know what have I mean? you read the the art of war? Ah uh, yes no is it? oh damn damn see we were about to have a discussion <laughs> here bro dude what a book it's a tiny book if you do I, like I've seen it I think I have a copy somewhere well I have one if you don't have one mm. it's literally in my car so dude I suggest it highly because it gives you insight into like how war really is like it's it's a chess game bro <laughs> ultimately it's a chess game and it's crazy it's crazy how like more I mean well I mean war is such a war has been since the beginning of time bro. Yeah, and that's why I said it will be forever. Yeah. Um it's just so there's so much difference of opinion, difference mm-hmm. of, you know, of everything in it and it's it's this passion. La yeah. pasión. Um <laughs> Okay, Angel. Um oh God. that you know, it just <laughs> dude, it burns within people, it's our nature, you know. Because people like to stand up for what we believe in, bro. Yeah. And ultimately war is nothing but a bar fight, bro. It's just a really, really big bar fight. And it's tough because, you know, for the most part, each side is fighting for their own country. Yeah, that's what there's there's no wrong man in war. Once again, it is what it is, even to the point of an extremist, like, let's say, Islamic extremist, what we now consider terrorism, right? Which really is not the only form of terrorism, but I guess that's what we call terrorism. If you think of terrorism, you think of a a Muslim. Uh, It's unfortunate. Truly, because the majority of Muslim, Muslim Islam is the largest religion in the world right. by far, right? And the majority of Muslims are not extremists, right? Right. But let's look into that. You look at an ex- at, a, at a Muslim extremist, and you look at an American soldier. One is fighting for the freedom of their country. One is fighting for what they have written in a book that they have to do. Both are doing it with their heart, mind, and soul, and both will die for that cause. Mm-hmm. Who's the better man? None. They're both great men. It's right. messed up, bro. It's so messed up to think about when you think about the opposition, but it's a fact. Like, that man is fighting for what he believes in, just like you're fighting for what you believe in. Now, because this is my belief, my belief is going to win nine times out of ten unless you kill me. Right. And this is, we're in America, so we back America. 
yeah. that's how it should be, right? But ultimately, there's a man on the other side, man, woman, or child that is fighting for what they believe in, bro. It's crazy. It's messed up, bro. It's it's sad. Yeah, especially it's uh, especially in these these extremist groups, bro. These these kids who grow up, and we we've had discussions yeah. about this. They grow up, and all they ever hear yeah. is that. All they know is that your only job they don't is leave to do that. Their, their tiny little villages, you know, and it's sad. It's all they know is that, and that's that's what they think is right. And, and I mean, and to an extent, that's what is right to them. You yeah, know? that's the only thing they know. Saying, you know, and um, it's uh, t- I don't think you know we'll, we'll just how I like ISIS <clears throat> and Al Qaeda and everything. You know, we we find them, we chop them down, we burn them up. A new one comes up, bro. A new one pops back up, bro. It's a seven-headed you dragon, know? and every time you chop a head off, a new one grows, bro. It always comes back. There's always a little bit left over that grows into something. Yep. Al-Qaeda was, yeah. a, was, a, was a problem for over a decade, or just about a decade. Destroyed them. Wiped them out. A couple of years later, ISIS comes out. Yeah. How long are they going to be a problem? Let's say it's another five years, right? Because we've pretty much suppressed them now. Yeah. But they'll be back. You know, yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's true because religion will always be there. Different mentalities will always be there. And they're just regrouping, you know. So the military yeah. will always need a military. There's no such thing as world peace. It's not going to happen. You know, there's too many people, and, and that number only grows. Every time somebody is born, that is a new outlook on life. And we hope and pray that it's a good one, but it could be bad, you know. So yeah. as much as we, um, as much as Americans can be as peaceful as we want, as much as we, you know, hippie signs and world peace and, hmm. you know, there's a whole other world out there. Yeah. That they don't care. It's they not about ha- America. They hate us for wanting peace. Yeah. Be like, look at these hippies. I hate you. You know, I'm going to bomb you. That's literally it, bro. That, that's, you know, they 100%. hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's straight up just, they just hate Americans. Yeah. You know, the idea, of the, and it's, it's this hatred that just, they grow up listening to it. They grow up hearing that Americans are the awful, devil. nasty people. You know, and. And the sad truth is that 90% of Americans don't want to fight you. Yeah. But, you know, but you're trying to fight us. So we knew we, we have need, to do something. We need someone that, you know. And it also up. happens to be that we have the resources to outdo you. That's why America always looks like the bad guy, right? You go World War II. We had, they, 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 Japan attacks Pearl Harbor, a couple thousand dead. A little more than a couple thousand, right? And then we retaliate with just, I mean, destruction beyond belief, ungodly destruction, right? Yeah. Hundreds of thousands dead. Well, it worked. Yeah. When was the last time you heard of Japan acting up, right? Right. It's messed up. It's one of the most messed up things in, in modern history. Yeah. But it worked. And we why is it? Because we had the means. Now, we always look like the bad guy because we always have the means, you know. Go to, you know, fast forward a few years, a few dozen years, and you've got Iraq, Afghanistan, everything that went on there. It went on for 10 years or so. Ultimately, what did we do? We just started dropping bombs everywhere. And then we sniped. Or well, actually, we didn't snap him. We mm-hmm. infiltrated his house yeah. and put two in his chest and one in the forehead. Right? It worked, but it's messed up. We look like the bad guys because we also, in the process of doing that, a lot of children got uh, got killed, a lot of women got killed. It's messed up, bro. But that's uh, unfortunately the price of war, and we have the means, and we continue to have the means to outdo everybody in war. So you you hit us, you know, you flick us, we're probably gonna punch you in the throat. And a flick is a lot less damaging than a punch in the throat. Yeah. But the punch in the throat finishes you off. <laughs> you know, so America's strong and the strong one will always be, will look like bullies, but it's it's necessary bullying, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. That's never going to change. There's, there's 
always going to be people for or people against it. Damn, this juice is good. This soda was grapefruit. Wow. Blown my mind. More they're sucking on the ice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. War, war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing except the economy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other thing. How, uh, yeah, man. That's crazy. War, you know, brings the economy up. That's but how we got out of the Great fact. Depression, you know. Exactly like if that. If it wasn't for the Great Depression, psh. all of a sudden you need you need bombs, you need guns, you need bullets, you need ammo, you need tanks, manufacturing, you need metals, and boom, booming, booming, all over booming. The place. We're selling we're selling weapons to allies. We're doing this, we're doing that, and the the economy goes through the roof. It's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a good it's a good thing that comes from war. It's messed up, man, but it's a good thing. I know how um, you know people like to pick on the. People, well, people are so ignorant. Ignorance is is large and among us. You know, um, you'll see a couple, a couple posts on Instagram, some very well formatted posts, and I say you are the, you are the expert on America's military and military around the world, and America is the worst. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> and it's like, bro, there's, I was watching this thing where it was it was talking about how various European countries still have like military posts right. in like parts of Africa. Well, I think France, France has, France has, I think like 10 territories throughout Africa or something like that mm. where, um, dude, the amount of money they get from those territories, it was insane. Like multiple billions mm. of dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, no one talks about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, they're completely exploiting these African yeah. countries. No one even cares, bro. Because they're not America. Exactly. The only thing people care about is what wrong America is doing. Even though the rest of the world, it's not even like the rest of the world is like, oh, they're kind of bad. Or no, no, the rest of the world is one hundred times or more worse than America. But nobody cares, bro. Because the only people, and once again, I will insult people in this, but it is what it is. We got to speak facts. The only people that are soft are Americans, because of the comforts we've been given. We're so soft. Here, I'll tell you right now. In June 2019, Colombia Okoro, former ambassador of the African Union to the United States, stated that France takes over 500 billion from France-Francophone African countries. Based on a fact, they are the they force these countries to sign before they're granted independence. I'm telling you, bro. So France had them. Said, all right, well, you can go free. You just have to give us 500 <laughs> billion dollars, bro. That's insane. Yeah, bro, you know but nobody I mean? cares, bro. Because they're France. Because they're France. They're not America. Why would they care if they're not America, bro? Right. Now, America slips up. You know, America you know, might take $1.50 from some dude in Africa, and the world loses their minds, bro. So it's called it's called colonial debt. Right? Oh. <laughs> so the, the colonies have to repay France for all the infrastructure. These third world countries had to pay France for the infrastructure, infrastructure? they built during while well, they were, you know, colonized by France. I'm t- it just see, it doesn't even make sense, bro. France is just literally pimping these these colonies up. I mean, it, it's crazy, bro. We don't. I mean, I don't know. They're it. still they're still paying. These yeah. third and they world will countries. continue to pay. You know why? Because nobody cares, bro. They're not America, and these countries love it. These countries will back up all these. You know, soft people trying to get out of America because their feelings are hurt every single day of the week. Why? Because that takes away from them the limelight and they continue to do all their stuff. I mean, if you think about it, there's always been there's always been meddling 
from other countries in the U.S. Yeah. Right. During the Civil War, I believe France was helping uh, the South. During the Civil War, uh, yeah, France, France. I mean, you well, know, France, France also helped us get our independence. So, <laughs> yeah. So it, would it be then? It would have been. Let me see. Let me see who who France helped during the Civil War. Um, and then, but I think as uh, as things got closer and they noticed the South was not gonna win, they backed out. They were like, "Forget you guys. We don't know you." Between these two countries. France played much smaller role in the American Civil War. France maintained that it was officially neutral during the conflict, yet parts of the country sympathized with the Confederacy, mostly mm-hmm. because of their southern cotton. There you go. Yep. Yeah. France, uh, yeah, France, I mean, France and the U.S. have, have a long history. We do. From, I mean, literally from independence, France was the one that helped us out through independence and then, to, you know, to getting our independence. And then, uh, I mean, the Second World War, we backed France up heavily. You know, and back and forth, and obviously you see in the Civil War, and we got the Statue of Liberty and that, and you know, but it is what it is, bro. Good country or not, like they do bad things that nobody cares about because they're not America. Right? It's just crazy, bro. Mm, the French Revolutionary War. Dude, we can sit down and talk about wars all day long, bro. Well, that's one thing that there's always been, you know, and that war was be. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Um. Yeah, what what was the what was the War of eighteen twelve? That was in in America, was it? I, I believe so. We could definitely learn about this in uh, War of eighteen twelve. Canada, what? To the United States and its allies. The United June. Man, I, I was trying to think. What was this? What was this great war between the United States and Great Britain? Over British violations of U.S. maritime rights. Very interesting. War of 1812. Um, so 1812, that was not long after we uh, revolutionized, you know. And ah, yes, the Treaty of Ghent. Hmm. That's, what, result, that's what stopped it. Um, but yeah, bro, I mean, all these countries, man. I ha- I hate to see how against the government against how the people are so against the u.s government and a lot of things you know um and it's like what i fear right is that we get to the point where you know these people are going to be in control of the office yeah and they're going to pull back and they're going to say no peace Mm -hmm. and that you know you know how many people are after the u.s absolutely and once you disarm the U.S., whether it's the people or, or it's military, because these people are going to want to cut back on military spending we, and all as that. As soon as we start to come back, yep. you know how many things are going to happen? Yep. Even Not not even necessarily like, oh, as soon as we pull back, you know. But the the fact that you're pulling back, you know how much room you're giving for things to grow? Yeah, that's that's not how you make an empire, bro. Look, America is the strongest country in the world, and we've, we've been able to stay like that because we have a heavy fist. The second <laughs> you put your hands up, bro, people take take advantage. Yeah. I was looking at, and this doesn't really affect what happens outside, but uh, as far as people having guns, I was looking at uh, my brother Biden's uh, new uh, idea for uh, gun control. He said there will be no gun control. He said only gun taxing. I was like, to an extent, that could be interesting. You know, no gun control, and I pay a couple bucks per gun. That's not bad, right? $200 per gun and $200 per magazine that is more than 10 rounds. So I went through my collection and I, I, I did some mathematics. I, for example, would be having to pay $7,600 a year 
in gun taxes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's 10 new guns, bro. I'm that's not going to do that. I'll bury them in the backyard. I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> so like and that's a legitimate proposal. I mean, that blew my mind, bro. I mean, thankfully it's not going to go through. Like that that's just unrealistic, but still, like that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, just like speak about unrealistic. Um Well, dude, there's so many things going on with this election. <laughs> This this is gonna be this next year. I'm not even taking it seriously anymore, bro. Like this year is going to be insane, bro. I thought Hillary and Trump were like, yeah, we thought that is, was we were picking was, the best of two evils, but now it's like, God. oh man. Um, I, next, I mean, I gotta be honest be with you, bro. From whatever side you're on, it doesn't matter, you know, because obviously I have my beliefs and stuff, but like, it's crazy the choices that we have this year. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely insane. What bro. do you think? I think next, I think the next presidential election is going to be even crazier. You think so? Be- okay, so say Trump wins here, right? right. The next one is it, there's no Trump, and it'll be two whole new candidates, so it'll be something fresh. Say he loses here, Joe Biden is either going to die, get taken out of office by Nancy Pelosi, or, or you know, it's not going to be Biden by the next election. I can guarantee that, right? Bernie Sanders. Yeah, whatever. It may be. <laughs> so like. I mean, I think the next election, I might I might look up to it, bro, because I think there's going to be something fresh in the next election, you know? Hopefully. I don't think, like I said, I don't think I'm Biden not, makes it there, so. I'm not nearly enough into politics to be able to even remotely think of right. who would be. Well, I'll tell you this. Kanye West in the Kentucky fi- uh, in the Kentucky pre-polls or whatever they call that stuff received 20,000 write-in votes. Oh, my God. 20,000. That's just in the Kentucky polls. Um because you know you can write in somebody at right. the bottom, twenty thousand, bro. So Man. say he runs in twenty twenty or, or twenty twenty four or five twenty twenty five perhaps, because twenty twenty four twenty twenty five, twenty twenty four. But wouldn't it doesn't this start twenty January twenty twenty five? Whatever, one of those years. Yeah, because it well the, the, this would start technically twenty twenty one. That's what I'm saying. So wouldn't it so be twenty twenty five? Yeah, but we would vote in twenty twenty four and you would start twenty twenty five. There you go. So twenty twenty four, Kanye runs, let's say against uh man, who are high like let's say uh, let's say Trump does win, right? And then Kamala Harris decides to run next year for president. I mean it's a big deal, you know, female president. I w- I would love to see like Kanye and like uh Ellen Gen- DeGeneres. Dude, you know what, bro? Oh, she, man. Wasn't she under house arrest? I'm, we're not even gonna. No, we're not gonna get into the fact that she's a rapist and a murderer. We're not gonna get into that. Mm. Um, but uh, but dude, I love Ellen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, putting aside the fact that she is a rapist and a murderer, we're gonna put that to the side because I like her, bro. How much time do we have? <laughs> Zero. Oh. Two okay. minutes. No, okay, perfect. Dude, Who's counting, you, bro? The uh, all the mean. Okay, you heard about what happened with Ellen Generous and how she like fired an intern or something, right? Like that. Dude, and then she's an a-hole off camera. Oh, my gosh, bro. That was probably the funniest Twitter time I've ever been a part of. Dude, there was, there was tweets that was like, it would start out with like super long threads, right? <laughs> About how they were interns for Ellen and whatever. And I was like, yeah, no, one day I uh, I got her uh, low-fat skim milk instead of uh, low-fat whole milk. And... uh she she just she put the cup down and she took me to the back and shot me in the in my leg. <laughs> told me to go home. <laughs> Yo, people, oh, man. the internet's fooling, bro. Uh, they dude. can't trust nobody. But yeah, bro. They say she's super mean. She's got that mean look in her face, bro. 
Well, I 100% believe it. I mean, I think anybody can be, and I don't blame her. Like, she's just a human being. That's not that, that's not the problem I have with her. The problem I have with her is, you know, the Epstein Island visitations and all that yeah. crap. So, yeah, that's the issue I have with her. I don't care if she's mean. Like, she's got a job to do, which is be funny to people. She does it well. Okay? Right. If she's mean off stage, whatever, man. She's just a human yeah. being, bro. And she's yeah, got a I lot on her plate. That. Um, that would probably, man, I would be giving myself away here as far as my political views, but I'll probably be the first time I vote, you know, on this side mm. <laughs> of the spectrum. <laughs> I really w- would vote for Ellen. Unless you, the only person that I would vote against Ellen if, if he ran would be this guy uh, that we that I like, um, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I think he's awesome. Oh, Just because be I want to hear him in debates, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but but no, are, can you imagine I'd having Ben Shapiro as president? And it's like. Something they would just attack us on the Sabbath. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he's Jewish, he's, bro. He's highly Jewish. <laughs> yeah, bro. The country shuts down on Sabbath. Freaking Al Qaeda comes in. We're back. Ah. Yeah. Take, okay. I got we you. will take care of you once the sun sets. Maybe it won't work with Ben Shapiro. But yeah, no, I'd vote for Ellen, bro. One hundred percent. I highly before I saw how legitimate these elections are and how pivotal pi- pivotal they will be. Mm-hmm. I was really gonna vote for Kanye. Like it's that. I mean, yeah, dude. I wouldn't mind having Kanye up there at all. I wouldn't mind either. And he's running Republican, bro. No, <laughs> it just blew president. my mind. Dana White. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Imagine Dana White as president. Everybody just fights things. Okay, you. What is it? You. You want marijuana and you don't. Okay, fight whoever wins. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the new legislation. Or Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, that would be it right there. He'd be on DMT the whole time. <laughs> yeah, bro. There's or a lot of good options. Why do we have this crap up there on the, on the <laughs> polls this year, man? Oh man. I feel like I feel like something's gonna happen in these next three months, bro. I can I can just imagine the amount of civil unrest, no matter who wins on whichever side. Oh yeah, side. Well, absolutely. I mean, you've got if Democrats win, you've got a a group of of extremists from the Republican, and this is real. You know, it's a fact from the Republican side that are just blown out of the water. They'll go crazy. And if Republicans win, you've got a group of extremists on the Democrat side that will blow out of the water and go crazy. So I mean, we've already lose, seen, lose. we've already seen the the left side um, extremists. Yeah, you know. Now, what do you think as far as fate? If you were fate, if you've already seen a little bit of you know uh, cities burned down and stuff by the left, as fate, let's say I'm fate, maybe I want to play the right. So maybe I'll I'll let Trump lose to see what the the right wants to Here's how the they want to play their cards. The, the left. The left went out peaceful, right? They start off peaceful. Absolutely. Um, the right will not. I don't think. No. I think no, no, the no. right will definitely, and you know, and the right is much more heavily armed. It much it bothers more. me, bro. Damn it, we're at forty six minutes, bro. It bothers me because, I mean, I'm gonna be frank. I'm gonna be open, uh, open, and 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 crystal clear. I lean conservative. That's right. a fact. But I'm. All, I also have a head on my shoulders. There's a brain between my ears. And I do not think it'll be as much as I like guns and all that. I don't think it'd be a great idea to go out there with guns and start shooting people, bro. Mm-mm. But I fear it's going to happen, bro. Yeah. Because you think about it, it's not that far off. So you've got you've got Democrats making, and I say Democrats, I don't mean Democrat or Republican. You've got more liberalized people making a move. And what happens? They end up burning down buildings and stuff. Well, let's say more conservative people start to make a move. Maybe it didn't start violent, but... Their violence will end up in people being killed, bro. They have hummers and, and tanks. Yeah, and dude, that bothers me and it scares me, bro. Yeah, I feel like in a in a civil war situation, bro. I'm not gonna go left or right. I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna grab my guns. And if you co- try to come through my house, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. You're dead. That's right. the only thing that matters to me. Me and my family, right? Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna pick a side in that. In that. 
I think we're we're lucky in that we're far away enough yeah. that um any any riots and stuff that happen that's gonna happen more citywide. Yeah, and we'll have know. enough range between them so we can yeah. shoot them before they no, get to our. No house. one's gonna be protesting on Chrome. Right. So uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we're good, bro. We're good. Um. Well, brother, I think I think. This is it, bro. Look at us. What a what a productive episode. I want to reiterate something, bro, because I I really did think about it coming up. The the twenty two a day thing, bro. Go buy a bracelet. They're like twenty bucks. Make it happen. They're cool bracelets. They say twenty two a day. You can even put like veteran names that you know of somebody that might have passed away or or, or whatever on them. They're pretty sweet, man. And and they go towards helping out veterans. Make it happen, people. Once again, not a sponsor, but make it happen. Make it happen, guys. Um. Yeah, so uh, catch us out on, on all our social medias, all Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. I mean, Apple Podcasts. That's the one. Um, we're on them all. We're on yeah, them bro, all. We're not missing a beat. Be nice. Buy someone a coffee. Yeah, dude. Pay for the dude behind, behind. you in yeah. the freaking drive through bro. Yeah. And if they look like somebody you might disagree with in any way, shape, or form, pay for them and the guy behind them, bro. Yeah, start okay? a chain. Make it happen. Be nice. Do something for someone that Heck you wouldn't yeah. normally do. Heck yeah. And catch us on here Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, this right. will be out on Thursday. So, yeah. Catch us yeah. on here Tuesday. Tuesday. All right, guys. Get so, her done, bro. This is it. All right.